It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Uh, welcome to It's That Episode, the show where I, Craig Rowan, invite people over to my apartment to watch any TV show that they choose, and we watch it and talk about it. Uh, today, my special guest is Noah Garfinkel from Totally JK, the comedy show. It used to be East every Thursday at 9 p.m. Yeah, hello. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that was the most business-oriented intro. It really was. Done. You got through it uh, very quickly and efficiently. You used uh, economy of language. Yes. I appreciated that. I'm very concise when I need to be, and when I don't need to be, I'm very verbose. Oh, oh, I like the use of both of those words. To use two sentence. vocabulary words. I specifically remember studying. Uh, uh, see, now I'm fucking up. Um, so welcome, Noah. How are you, first I, of all? I'm well. I... Uh, I it just occurred to me now that this will be done with us holding two microphones while sitting on your couch. It's yes. it's like stand up comedy, but we're looking directly at yeah, each other. Well there there are two interesting things about this podcast that I don't really <laughs> mention. It's one is we're just sitting on a couch in my living room, and the other one is I think I may have mentioned this once on the podcast, but when we watch the episode, the mics are off, and it's just sometimes it's just me hanging out with somebody that I don't know that well. Well, th- even this right now is like we're just hanging out, except for we're both holding microphones, so it adds a weird element <laughs> yeah, to it. We're, like I don't, I feel like I don't really know how to talk to you right yeah. now. Well, it's because it's part. It's like half, um, like an actual conversation, but you're also aware that it's like a performance, right? Not like we're not only saying things for each other, but also for whoever else is out there. Oh, and this isn't going up anywhere. This is just Oh, is this my, Oh, this is just for fun for you. This is my personal file. Oh, okay. So well, don't fantastic. even so from now on just be comfortable talking to me as you would if we were in my living room holding two microphones on your couch. <laughs> exactly. Um now that the business side of things <laughs> is out of the way, um why don't we talk about what show you chose to watch today? I chose Dark Shadows because there is the movie coming out now and it is a silly version of what I understand is a very serious show that used to be on television. Yeah, so uh, doing minimal research on Wikipedia, uh, I looked up today that this was a soap opera that was on in the afternoons, I believe from 1967 to 1971, where there were, for real, over 1,200 episodes. So that's way over a thousand episodes of television and well, i've never heard 200 of, over a thousand i think it's around give or take 200 okay. over a thousand and uh i've never heard of it until this the tim burton movie but supposedly it's this cult classic uh, yeah i had also never heard of it until there was a this american life episode recently that mentioned it that i did not listen to <laughs> i uh, i listened vaguely for the first 30 seconds of a segment about this show right so i'm aware that it is a show and that's where my knowledge is when you stopped listening to that segment did you move forward to another segment or did you just stop listening altogether i think that was one of those episodes where i was just like i think i'll i'll do a, a different podcast <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, other. yeah yeah that happens sometimes yeah, i'm sure it happens does. with this hey by now maybe that's happened on this podcast with yeah, some people and certainly you know, like in this american life in, that is certainly something that in happens this specific often. american life um so let's before we watch so we picked uh an episode from uh, it's on netflix instant we watched uh we picked from collection two the first episode episode 250 that's actually that's the title of this episode because again they had so many they were just like let's number it <laughs> we I don't guess. have time to title the episodes <laughs> yeah exactly we're too busy we have over 200 more than 1000 of these to write <laughs> um 
And we picked it just because it sounded fun. It says, uh, the synopsis is, upon discovering that Willie Loomis has prepared a custom coffin for her, Maggie makes an attempt to murder Barnabas Collins. I'm excited already because he made a custom, like he's putting care into making her. I feel like you just, my guess with most coffins is just pick their height and do a little bit more. And I like how Maggie immediately got freaked out. If I found out somebody was making a custom coffin for me, I'd be like, that's really, that's really sweet. Thank you. Thank you. A custom coffin. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cause that's you awesome. know, you don't know what the inlay is going to look like. That could be, that could be, I assume that there's some cost, uh, coffins that could be upwards of like $10,000 if you really tricked it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I assume even uh, 12, thousand dollars like two thousand dollars more than ten thousand dollars no two thousand more than so yeah so twelve thousand dollars wait did i did i fuck up that very basic math (laughs) yeah no i think you did it right but i i fucked up too we should stop it now go back and listen (laughs) get back right at the same point and then decide if we were correct or not and we just did that, and we were both wrong. Oh, well, that was fun. <laughs> um, so before we go into the watching the episode, uh, let's talk about the. Uh, did you see the trailer for the movie Dark Shadows? Yes, I, I have. What is your? Let's hear about your thoughts. Uh, well, at first I didn't. Ha- I didn't feel one way or the other about it, and then I read a very provocative tweet about it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There is a... Uh, <laughs> That's, I think, the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. That a provocative <laughs> a tweet provocative could change tweet. your attitude on something. No, it really did, because there is a there's a political reporter named Dave Weigel, who I follow on Twitter, and he wrote, I think a few months back, uh, that he was going to ruin Dark Shadows for everyone, and just said, Austin Powers with vampires. And then I was like, oh, that that is that did ruin that for me. Yes, that, that does seem like what that is. Now, when you say that, it is. Now ruined. I think back on it. That's exactly what it seems like. Yeah. So it's. I already don't want to see it because of that tweet. Well, I have to say. So I'm a. I, I like Tim Burton, uh, or I did, and I've really sort of been turned off in the last couple of years. So this is in the line of that. When I, when I saw this trailer, I was like, I'm not really interested. It looks very campy. Looks very cheesy. Tim, well, Tim Burton is one of those. People, I feel the same way about Tim Burton that I do about the Beatles, which is like I will pretend I like them a lot if I'm at a party, right? But then if I if I'm if I'm getting real, like I don't I don't dislike them. I just don't I don't care. Yeah, that's. I mean, I can understand. So you don't like the Beatles too? Is that what no? You're I do. You, you I just don't I don't. You I, don't care if a if a Beatles song comes on that I like. I'm happy that that's happening, but I don't I don't get pumped about it. Totally. Well, th- my thing with Tim Burton is, like, with his first couple movies, which is, like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, uh, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, Batman, there was such a, a look to it of, like, that very nice artistic design, and it was all created. Like, you could tell that they had people actually make the sets and all this stuff, and I thought that that was really awesome, and then the movies were all, you know, cool, but now it's all CGI, so that takes away that sort of excitement of like how things look. And then when they're not great movies, it just makes it that much worse. Yeah, I agree with you. And so I do like most of those movies, but I'm not. In general, I have become very uh, disillusioned with his collaborations with uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, like it's just like we we get that we he get can it. be creepy, weird, and gay. Yes. And it's <laughs> awesome that he can do that, but I don't need it more than seven times. And I think. On top of that, this ha- this movie, Dark Shadows, has to be that times ten because what I read on Wikipedia, so again, very true, whatever I read on there, is that this is like 
a passion project because they both grew up watching this show. So like anything that we don't oh, like about God. them already means that this is they love this so much that it, it might alienate even more people. Yeah, I feel like them coming together is naturally this sort of uh, collaboration where they're like, if you don't like it, you know, it's not for you. And right. this seems like a very uh, condensed version of that. Yes, yes. I'm oh – God, I just think of – did you see Alice in Wonderland? No, because oh. it was Johnny Depp playing someone creepy, weird, and gay once again. There is Tim one uh, – maybe before we come – after we watch that episode and before we come back on, I'll show you a clip from it that is the most depressing thing ever. It's Johnny Depp doing a – in the movie Alice in Wonderland, he like throughout the movie keeps on mentioning this dance that like, if I'll be so happy, I'll do this funny dance or it has a funny name. Like I'm, and, al- I'm already furious about yes, whatever and, is going to happen. At the way end of the movie, after whatever, it's tri- they're triumphant. He does the dance to hip hop music, and it is the like it, I just was cringing. I was just, I, it's like when you're at a talent show in like high school, and somebody is up there that you just feel bad because they're bad, and everybody thinks knows they're bad, and you're just like, ugh, I feel so terrible right now. I already. I've now become upset that we're about to watch this TV show just based <laughs> on the fact that there's going to be the Johnny Depp movie about it. Oh, All right. Well, on that note, why don't we – what do you say? Why don't we check it out? All right. If you're still in it. I mean, this is the least excited I could be to, to do this after this conversation. I, I, on that note, we're about to watch Dark Shadows. I have made my decision. What is it? I want to kill you. Go ahead. But I also want you as my bride. You must come to me of your own free will. What do you mean? I will kill you only when you beg to come to me as Josette Collins. I'll never be Josette Collins. Careful. I'm close to killing you tonight. Only your beauty saves you. Don't force me to do anything I don't want to do. What are you going to do now? Leave you here. Here? In this horrible place. This will be your home until I decide otherwise. Please. Please don't leave me here. I couldn't stand it. I'd go out of my mind. I'd go mad. Perhaps you'll come to find that madness is preferable to sanity. Or death preferable to life. No. No. All right, we just got dark shadowed. We did. That was uh, exactly what I thought it was going to be. Almost entirely. Yeah, the, like very – I mean I don't watch a lot of soap operas, um, right. but that seems like just a classic so, – right? Just it was a soap just opera. a classic soap opera. If if I hadn't been told before that it included a vampire, I would have just been like, why is that regular man sleeping in a coffin and being weird? Right, exactly, yeah. There's nothing specifically vampire about him other than the fact that people seem to be vaguely afraid of him. Yeah, they and but we he he threatens to kill some people, but we don't know why they can't just leave. Yeah, the, yeah, that was very <laughs> unclear. Uh, there's somebody who is first of all, I didn't know who, who I couldn't keep track of who anybody. So let's was. just try to give a quick synopsis of what we think happened in it. Okay, there was somebody who was pretending to be somebody else who was going to marry him. Who was wearing a wedding dress? Who was wearing a wedding her, dress I think the whole her time? Name was Something, but then Julie Collins, Ju- Juliet Collins, Ju- Jose, Jose, Josette, Collins. Jose, 
<laughs> Wait, I don't even remember her fake name now. Joseph, something, <laughs> it was something not similar Joseph. to Josephine. It was something, something Jay Collins. Yeah, we'll call her Jay Collins. Before that, she, she was like Suzette or something. No, no, then she. Oh, God damn it! I have no idea what her name was. She was, I think she was Mary something before. <laughs> right. And then at the very beginning, she opens a coffin and then almost stabs. Uh, Barnabas. Barnabas. Bar- that's the only one. I- Barnabas is the only name I know. Yes. Uh, she tries to stab Barnabas, and then he wakes up, and she's like, oh, no. Yeah, well, the weird thing is she opens the coffin. She has a stake, which we pointed out, you pointed out, was metal. Yeah, she drops it on the ground, and it makes a clanking sound. Uh, which is, uh, uh, you're supposed to kill vampires with a wooden stake, but maybe not in the world of Dark Shadows. Right. Maybe you have to use what appears to be a railroad spike. Right. But the weird thing is she opened it up, and... He opens his eyes, and she drops it. But like, st- why don't you still, yeah, just stab, still him stab him? him. Yeah, yeah, stab him in the heart. I don't see why him having his eyes open precludes him being stabbed. So then she's basically a prisoner of Barnabas, and then there's another guy there wearing a turtleneck through which you can see his nipples. Who? Yeah, who definitely wants to be? Um, what's his name? James Dean. He, he's definitely a James Dean wannabe. Yeah, he's like a. I would say not even a poor man's James, below poor man's he's James a, Dean. He's a hobo James Dean. Yeah, he, he's well, a he, hobo man. He's like, you know when homeless people have a dog, and you're like, why do you have a dog? Yeah. You can't even. He's the hobo person's dog's James Dean. Oh, that's so sad. But he he offers companionship. Yeah, but or not. We can't really tell yeah. what his role is. He's taking care of Barnabas. He's, he's the caretaker of Barnabas, but. He's being threatened to be dead. Uh, uh, and then Barnabas wants to, to kill the the woman who's already in a wedding dress, even though they're not. I don't know why she's in a wedding dress. Or she, why she's, he, he chose her to marry him. Now he doesn't want to for some reason. And then, well, because she tried to kill him. Yeah, but still, come on, you're a vampire. That to me, that's a, not a totally negative. Yeah, that's not trait. a deal breaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's the secondary storyline, which I did not get at all, was then a woman comes over to the house to say that there's a curfew on the town because the woman who's missing, who I believe is Joseph Collins, the, whoever that woman is, they've they've put a new curfew on the town. Right. And, and to me, it seems like Barnabas was um, maybe prepping her to be the new. Yeah, you get the feeling there's a spark between them because Barnabas shows her a music box. Uh, and she's like, ah, I like it. And then you're like, oh, they like each other. And then she she just leaves. Yeah, she just leaves, and then he gives it, her a handkerchief. Yeah, he, he then he goes back to her house later to give her which a is, handkerchief. Which you also pointed out is, so Barnabas lives in a what has to be described as a castle with literally cobwebs on <laughs> All everything. Over. There's nothing that doesn't have cobwebs There's no, on There it. are barrels that have cobwebs. There are shelves that have cobwebs. Then he goes to this other woman's house. And she also lives in a castle. Yeah, she's also in a creepy house. She is in also a vampire-ish house. Yeah, so I, we don't know where they're living. I mean, no. it's... it's. I would guess East Coast. It didn't look... I'd say near the water. Although we did notice at the beginning, the establishing shot looks exactly like the house from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, the first shot showed a white house with pillars, and it looked either like the White House or, the, or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house. Uh. Oh, so so maybe it is on the West Coast. So maybe, maybe it is California West. Thing. Well, maybe it was originally in West Philadelphia and then <laughs> <laughs> and moved to Beverly Hills um, or Bel Air. Why did I say Beverly Hills when it's in the name that is Bel Air? 
I I also get that. I just assume he, they live in Beverly Hills. <laughs> it should have been the Fresh Prince of Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills, but that that would have uh, crossed streams with um, Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Beverly Hills Hillbillies. That's right. And Beverly Hills Cop. Wow. They, come, somebody make a mashup of those three movies already. What I'll do you, it. What are you guys waiting for? Um, so. The, I mean, to me, the best part of the episode was the beginning. Oh, the the very beginning. There's it, they do a previously on, but instead of a previously on, they're like, when we get back from commercial, we're going to tell you what happened the last few. But, episodes. So in my mind, I don't know for you. In my mind, they would show scenes, from the <laughs> right, but they don't show scenes. <laughs> they show what they do is they show a static shot of a house and like branches, and then it's a guy. I'm gonna right after this. I will put that. Uh, audio it's just a guy like micro machine talking through <laughs> the last like 40 episodes of it, it's like if you got a, a five-year-old to explain the last 10 episodes of a show that's what it was like it had that amount of like, efficiency josephine is pretending he's elizabeth and there's like a, they mention 11 names like seven of which aren't even involved in this episode yeah, it's they like, mentioned- why are you telling me about there were this only guy. one. Two, there were only four people in this episode, and they mentioned at least. they mentioned forty three people. For those who have missed the last few episodes of Dark Shadows, Elizabeth Collins, at Jason McGuire's insistence, has taken Vicky, Carolyn, and Roger into the basement room and convinces them that it holds no mystery. They don't realize that beneath the flagstones on the floor is concealed the room's secret: the body of Elizabeth's husband, Paul. Elizabeth, now realizing that this secret can never be told announces to the family that she and Jason will be married. Maggie Evans escaped from Barnabas and attempted to get to her father, but was recaptured and told by Barnabas that unless she assumes the identity of Josette Collins, she will die. Realizing that she can never escape, Maggie attempts to destroy Barnabas. Well, I guess when you have... 1200 episodes that you could do a previous if they if you <laughs> if you put together a previously on for every episode of this strung together it's probably like f- seven hours long yeah it would have to be that's this show i i had no the first time i ever watched lost i came into it in the middle and i just had no idea what was going on but just context clues gave me sure. more ideas about what was going on than in this show, which does not seem complicated enough. No, I mean, we. I think we fully understood what was happening in the episode, yet I don't know what could have been happening in the whole series or why anything matters. It was just like... And also, the the episode... So not, there was, By the way, there was nothing about a custom-made coffin in yes, that episode. See, that the was reason the that we watched this one did not come up. Yeah, we watched it because I thought we were going to get a lot of talk about why you would make a custom coffin for a person. And that, that didn't come up at all. Ugh. Um, and, ugh, God, it was it was bad. That Let's, was really bad. Um, and then here's my... So my other thing is, like, it's a vampire show, sort of, but they don't really... They really don't do... I mean, at least in this episode, there was nothing fantastical. There was not one thing... That was that was as we said before. That was not just could it have just happened in a regular soap opera. Yeah, and basically that was it was only I believe twenty one minutes long. Yes, and the whole episode could have just been this guy wants to marry this person she doesn't want to. Somebody comes over. There's a curfew. He gives her a scarf. He locks the other lady in a room. That's it. That was. But it took twenty one minutes. That's exactly for them to what happened. That. Well, the first two minutes of footage after the preview, there was no talking. It was just her. It was just her. It took her two minutes to open a coffin. I mean, that was two minutes. But also, that's like, 
I have to assume I don't know much about um, the soap opera world, but they have to do this like every day. So to write an episode, it probably has to take them like forty five minutes because they they have to write an episode. They have to get it to the whole cast. They have to prep the whole episode. Like yeah, there's not a lot of drafts. Yes, exactly. There's not a lot of room for correcting. Errors. So they're like uh, to the writer. They're probably like, listen, this only is like twelve pages. We have to shoot twenty two minutes. Just have her take five minutes to open a coffin. And also, a lot of the dialogue was repetitive. Like when he went to the other girl lady's house to give her the handkerchief, she's like, "I like history." He's like, "Oh, you like history?" And yeah. she's like, "I like history very much." And then he's like, "Well, I know a lot about history." And she's like, "That's great because I like history." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "You should come over to my place and I can tell you about history." <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, "That would be fantastic." Because of how much I like history. And then she closed the door and closed it and just sat there holding the door for at least 10 seconds and looked away. So it's like after <laughs> repeating everything, that. they just took forever to do this one thing. So it's like repetition, 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 slowly do something slow. The whole thing, it was written like a uh, college paper that you had to write at the last minute and then realized it was too short. And well, then just repeated yourself. Well, he over actually. And over. This is something that I've never really noticed. I don't know. This is very specific. It's super nitpicky. But Barnabas twice in the episode said, "Unfortunately, I'm not the type of man." He said that set up for a thing twice. Oh, wait, there's another thing he said twice. Wait, it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, he said, "I have been remiss in." Oh, what did he? He used remiss <laughs> yeah, twice yeah. in the episode. <laughs> I've been remiss in paying my respects. I believe he said that yeah, first twice. Yeah, which is so odd. Like I've never – I don't think I've ever noticed in – it's like when you're writing an email or writing a paper in college or something. You're like, oh, I used the word music twice in, in the same sentence. or like, right. And you're like, oh, I'll just delete it and use a synonym. It's like they're like, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't have like a search option with a thesaurus. So they were just like, ah, yeah, one, there's no, is there any other word for remiss? Screw it. I, I don't know. Out. Just say remiss. I've been, I've been remiss in buying a thesaurus. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not the person who's <laughs> not been remiss about buying thesauruses. That, and then we, I believe the best moment came at the very end. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The best line of the show. When he, he has locked the uh, first woman who is jo- – what did we decide to call her? Joan Collins? Joseph Collins. <laughs> Joseph Co- Joseph The woman Joseph Collins <laughs> has been locked in a room and he may or may not kill her. Yeah, that's the whole thing is he, he may or may not kill her and this the, the caretaker is trying to talk him out of killing her. He says – and the, the, there are two best lines. The one you're about to say is the best. But he's like – the caretaker is like – saying how beautiful she is and he goes just look at her he goes i want to look at her like he just <laughs> sort of like bored i don't want to look at her i don't want to look at her but uh, he he does stop acting for a minute and just <laughs> reads the line from his brain um but the best line is uh he goes i have reached a decision i'm going to kill you it's it's just <laughs> like such a laid out very plainly yeah it's like the the here's the thing is like nobody could not no matter what, you understand what's going on. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> it's not a lot of subtext. Yeah, exactly. Except for I don't know what the handkerchief stood for. That's the only thing. Also, the handkerchief was an ineffective handkerchief because it was more like a doily. It had many holes in it. Yes. And the whole point of a handkerchief is to not get snot on your hands. Which that handkerchief? Wait, is I don't know what they used to use. I think for the use of handkerchief 60. is to save paper. I just well, let's as a tangent for a little bit. 
why yeah why do people use handkerchiefs also why would you it's an heirloom handkerchief and don't you think you'd immediately be grossed out if somebody gave you an heirloom handkerchief? especially if it's like like cleaning cloth has only gotten better over years if it's, a, <laughs> if, it, if it's an heirloom handkerchief there's some really gross it's like stuff heirloom boxers it's like why I, no one wants that that would um, be horrifying. Oh, that would be that would be very disgusting. Uh, do you ever know anybody who's ever used a handkerchief? I know people who have them as decoration, but I have never. I think my dad used to use handkerchiefs. That's disgusting. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it like, I guess it used to be a thing, and then at some point, I think my mom probably was like, "This is please, this stop. is disgusting. Like, like really stop that because it's already gross when you do the thing where you blow your nose and there's no trash can around and you put it in your pocket. Oh, and then I, you find it later. But that's what a handkerchief is. Yeah, yeah. You are perpetually." Blowing your nose on a thing, not being able to throw it out, putting it in your pocket, and then you use it for years, and then apparently hand it down. Yes. To the next. Well, generation. I have to say, I'm. Is, I do. I do have a system because I my allergies were really acting up the last couple of weeks, where I would I'd have tons of hand uh, Kleenexes. I blow my nose, and then when you're on the subway and stuff, you do have to put in your. So I had to keep. All my clean Kleenex in my right back pocket and all the dirty ones oh, that is a good le- system. I in like my that. left back pocket. That does make it less disgusting. It just sort of separates the disgustingness. Because the thing is, crinkled up tissues all kind of feel like they're used. Like, crinkled yes, up tissues exactly. already have a gross quality. So I have this them. system so I, I'll never mistake what's happening. Uh, my my mom had a bad habit of just leaving used tissues in her bed. She wouldn't toss them on the floor next to the bed. <laughs> when she was sick, she would just blow her nose in the bed and then just leave them there. That's like that's amazing to me. That's like littering. I mean, when I see somebody just um, like walking on a subway platform, or whatever, and they're eating something and they just throw it on the ground, that, I can't believe it. I mean, like I can't. Uh, it's like why the, the biggest fight I've ever been in with my roommate uh, was when I found out that when he gets drunk, he will pee on the subway platform. I was furious. That's that's why that is the problem with New York. <laughs> that is the the reason people don't want to live here, and I kind of is because is because of that one one your one roommate. I I I'd say well here's my thing I would say if you're drunk once and you need to do it but if your thing no, is no, to no. do that if your no, thing it's not even okay once I would argue <laughs> I have I've peed in public maybe twice in my entire life now granted I have thrown up in public many times I, I guess that is grosser <laughs> yeah that, that's much grosser but again that's something that you can't hold in as much as. Peeing. Let me well, hear. I, I am actually really. I I could hold it in. I'm really good. Wait a minute. Now I need up. to hear at least one throw up story. Uh, well, I uh, I'm real. I can uh, I can throw up on command. That's weird. I can, I had a very weak stomach as a kid, and once you throw up enough times as a child, you just. I think we're we're cut from the same, same cloth. <laughs> but I, I used to throw up all the time. I found out in college that I could pretty much throw up when I if I got too drunk, I would just. Be like, all right, it's time to clear clear it out. Let's make room for more mistakes. And uh, I would gather my friends because they like to watch because it was because <laughs> it's it was college. college. <laughs> and one time they requested that I uh, throw up at a fire hydrant, like yell at it, and then throw up <laughs> at it as if I was angry. Oh and I my did. God. I was able to do it. That sounds that was obviously pre YouTube because that if that was and video phones because that would have been the most viral been, video. Would, video. I, I mean, I could we could make that video tonight. <laughs> it would not be a problem. 
Guy, th- it's just called guy throwing up at fire, <laughs> at, fire <hydrant. laughs> at, at, at fire hydrant. Oh God, uh, throwing up is 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 bad. But if you can hold it in, don't do it on the streets of New York. Yeah, certainly don't. I also don't understand when uh, trash cans in the subway are overflowing with trash, but people still so pa- throw trash on. And it's you're not doing any better <laughs> than just throwing it on the ground when you're throwing it. On top of a pile of trash that then falls on the ground. That's true. I, I feel like I'm guilty of that probably once or twice. When I have a little thing and I see a huge pile, I'm like, I could find I mean, a crevice. If it's a gum wrapper, but I mean, if it's a water bottle, that's not going to stay on top of the pile. No, it's not. I oh God, now I'm just thinking about, do you ever go on the West 4th Street stop? Like, uh, I mean, I've been there. Well, I like late at night, sometimes on the weekends, there's some, I don't know why I just thought this, but some homeless person that has like... Not just a cart, but like t- like ten things that are like carts with stuff on it, and and I was walking with somebody some once, and they were like, "Oh, that's really weird." And I was like, "Well, you know, that's like their home. That's like the things they keep." It like they're like, "No, but look at the stuff that it is." And it was like pinwheels and like dolls and like it just like was really Wait, strange. Also, in the West Fourth Station, there's no there's no el- is oh, there is an elevator. There is an elevator. Okay, that there is an elevator. Okay, that's easier. But I was like, yeah, that's true. That that That's some sort of hoarding or something. That's a, Yeah, you shouldn't... Being a hoarder is not... It doesn't go well with being homeless. No, it does not. You need not. a place to hoard. Yes, you do. Like like going, coming back to Dark Shadows, how hey, they hoard cobwebs. cobwebs. They love hoarding cobwebs. Um, and we also watched um, the, the Alice in Wonderland clip. Oh, that was we terrible. have to talk that was, about. Our, that was worse. Is the, the, that the was entire episode much worse than I remembered as well? Because what I forgot about, I remembered how terrible the dance sequence was. But what I forgot was all the cutaways, all the hideous characters in the movie. Yeah, well, it was. Th- there's that scene. I feel like in every movie that's kind of aimed for children, even though I don't think that movie was aimed for children because terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I assume it's like what was supposed to be parents can bring their children, but yes. It, but it, why would you? I don't have any kids that i'm aware of but if i did i would not bring that movie scares me yes yeah it's very creepy but they they always have that scene in kids movies where it's like the character like does the dance and there's the cool music yes. like the music yeah. that sounds like cool music and i can't believe that uh uh <laughs> why am i thinking wilford brimley in place of tim burton that was a weird <laughs> brain moment <laughs> ah, fuck it. Uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley, the, uh, the uh, famous movie director. The famous Dabitas. <laughs> um, yeah, terrible. I mean, the thing is now, and also, going back to the Tim Burton version of Dark Shadows, it seems like they're taking from Dark Shadows. They must only be taking, like, what, 5% of the movie? Because... Well, I think they're doing that thing where it was just like instead of coming up with a new thing, we'll base it on an old thing because of the seven extra people who will go see the movie for that reason. That's the thing is I can't imagine that this is big enough, this show, that it will bring its own huge audience. So it just seems like make your own movie. Yeah, it would be like if they made Union Square the movie based on that show that came on after Friends for 12 episodes. Wait, what was it called? Union, U- Union Square was the show that followed Friends, I think, in – Let's say 1997. That is so funny because that obviously just sounds like like Central Perk. Like let's make a Union Square. I think that's exact. That's exactly what like it, it was. sounds like 
They're like, well, Friends works. Why don't we put a fr- another Friends right it's, after? What, what else came out? <laughs> there was Single Guy. Single Guy. Single I remember guy. Single Guy, which was like Seinfeld minus. Like, because that, that guy from, uh, from he was in... Uh, Silverman, Jonathan Silverman. Yeah, he was in uh, Weekend at Bernie's too. That's right. Uh, then there was a the guy who's still in commercials, like the the goofy the, the redheaded curly receding hair. He guy. lives in this neighborhood. I've oh, seen does him. he? I've seen him walking I around. Like that guy. I don't remember his name. And I remember it was edgy because he had an Asian girlfriend, and that was he invented that. He invented that. And wait, wasn't there something with a donut shop or a bagel shop? Did part of it take place there? Oh, are you thinking of two guys, a girl, and a donut shop? <laughs> no, was that not, was that was that not how it went? <laughs> no, because that's wrong. Okay, it was two guys, a girl, and a pizza place, and that then and then right. it was just changed to two guys and a girl. Right, because they didn't want to have them locked down into going to a pizza. Well, oh wait, I remember why. Because the dark-haired guy wanted to be an architect, and Ryan Reynolds wanted to be a doctor, and the girl wanted to be. In uh, that one episode of The West Wing later on <laughs> as the ex-fiance of Sam Seaborn. Well, that's the reason they say, but what I've heard is that the pizza place was asking for like way too much money <laughs> in, in the contract, and they couldn't. It was basically like the Charlie Sheen debacle, but they just downplayed <laughs> it. I was just more. about to say, the, the pizza place started making uh, anti-Semitic comments about the show's creator. Exactly. Oh, my God. Have you been following the Mel Gibson, uh, the new Mel Gibson? There's I mean, a there's, new one? Well, there's always an What did oh, he do? What did he do? He now? was supposed to be making a movie about the Maccabees, which is already. Oh, I was aware of that. Yeah. Which already. Why are you? Don't. And then there was like um, the guy who was writing it or something released tapes of him like flipping out. Um, <laughs> just like, just stop. Just stop. Just get out. Get out. Get out of Hollywood. Like, I feel like he doesn't realize how much more charming it would be if he was just like, I don't know. I hate Jews. If he just like. <laughs> Pulled it off as a weird quirk of his instead of... What can I say? Instead of claiming he doesn't hate Jews yeah, and then getting drunk every six months and yelling about how he like, hates Like He's Jews. like, I love Jews. I'm making a movie about the Maccabees. And then he just freak out while I'm making yeah, the Maccabees. Like, Pat Buchanan, we all kind of think Pat Buchanan's cute. Because we're like, yeah, Pat Buchanan hates black people. And it's yeah. like a little adorable. Because he's, he's upfront about it. But it's very, very cute. Nobody would like him if he claimed he didn't. Oh, God. Oh, Mel. Mel, 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 Mel. He's gone. He, I, I can't imagine. Well, he, something. this is something interesting that somebody mentioned. When he was supposed to be in Hangover 2, right? And then oh, I did not know that. He was supposed to be in Hangover 2. And I think some of the cast members or somebody, some, some people on the film made a stink about, like, well, we don't want to be the people that sort of revitalize his career. And, like, you know, like, it was basically the similar thing with, like, the Mike Tyson part. It would be, like, the the funny, quirky thing of, like, whoa, we're with right, this Right, no, nobody had a problem with having the rapist in I the know, movie. that's what I'm saying. The guy it's who like, got <laughs> drunk and... Like, I'm Jewish and I get drunk and yell about Jews <laughs> Yeah, so isn't that... I, but I didn't... Like, that is pretty crazy that, like, nobody really made us think about Mike Tyson being <laughs> a straight-up, like... Yep, sort of more or less a rape rapist, and uh, more, I would say more, more. Than a convicted, more than less a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when you cross the line when you're more a rapist than not. Yeah, I that mean is it is crazy that, and now he's movies. in like tons of like funnier dive videos. And, like, <laughs> I will say that when I saw the documentary about Mike Tyson, I did come away more sympathetic towards him. Yeah, me too. I watched that movie. Like, it was. I, Edited so well that you're like, I, uh... Yeah, the the editor of that movie was good enough to make me not <laughs> hate Mike Tyson. 
that was one of the coolest edited and to talk about editing isn't very cool but um that was specifically very good it was very well done <laughs> to and to the editor of tyson well done <laughs> well done even though the subject was more a rapist than not we came out liking him huh so i guess in conclusion like it's better to be in hollywood you're better better off being a rapist than a guy who gets drunk and yells about i think i think so i well i think we're opening up a can of beans but it has to be something with uh with uh women like with like people how people are like she must have been a victim or something like there's something terrible yeah there's something inherently there's something weirdly misogynistic going on here that we're it's okay to still be in the zeitgeist as yeah and and not be like completely just like from fu- society yeah forever. exactly forever i mean he went to jail i mean i mean yeah it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy that like so, sort of the same way like michael vick now he's like sort of back in action and 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 uh i guess and but i guess because jews run hollywood that, that, <laughs> that is true that is true <laughs> let's let's just take a quick moment to say all the things we hate about jews <laughs> As two Jews, I think we have the right to say. Yeah, certainly more Jews. Jews than not Jews. We are more Jewish than not Jewish. Um, yeah, I don't follow sports at all, but whenever I see that, like, Michael Vick, people, like, that he's still playing, I'm like, why Why are people okay with that? I actually don't, like, I mean, <laughs> once again, there's players in the NFL who have straight up raped people. Sure, oh, yeah. Still I playing. mean, those people are much, also shouldn't be. <laughs> Like Roethlisberger, I oh yes, more, yeah, like, yeah, 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 totally. Uh, oh, oh, I mean, absolutely. He's, he's not convicted, so I, I, I guess you can't kick him out. But, but with the the dog fighting thing, I, I don't know. For some reason, obviously that's terrible. But I just don't have, like he, if if you're a guy, <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting weirdly <laughs> controversial about the dog fighting here. Like choosing the uh, TV show podcast to go out on a limb about dog go fighting. Go for it, man. Go for it. But I feel dogfighting is one of those things where obviously it is wrong and inhumane, but if you serve your time for it and whatever, like, you can be let back into society. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, with all crimes, but it's like when they were talking about it, it's like he wouldn't, when he would, like, kill a dog, he'd, like, literally pick it up and Wait, 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 wait. Was he fighting the dogs? He, it was a dog fighting? Like, yeah, Michael was, Vick would fight a Michael, dog? It was, the show is called Michael Vick versus Dogs. Because <laughs> no, no, but he'd, like... Made a tremendous misunderstanding of what the, dog fighting They'd, like, means. when, if a dog would lose... This is what I read. Again, who knows what's true, but... Uh, but maybe the, I think this probably was. But he, uh, when if they want, like, when you put down a dog, like he'd li- literally like smash the dog on the ground. I mean, that's <laughs> like no, wait, that is really I didn't know that. I at mean, all. that's like again, I could be totally wrong, but I think I remember wait, that. That actually is insane. Like he should not be in like, the NFL. That's, yes, that's, a cra- like, that's a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like insane. That's I, like, I had always heard it very sympathetically put. Like it was like his cousins ran this dog fighting thing out of his house. Uh, I didn't realize he was physically fighting dogs and smashing. <laughs> well, I think their yeah. When in. if a dog ain't fighting well, you got to get rid of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's insane. Yeah, well, it's you, br- you know, don't blame the breed. That's that's what I've learned. Don't blame the player. Blame the breed. Breed of dog uh, of dog fighting. that they are. That they are the helpless dog that deserves. Well, to that's die. the thing. Is like I know it's like controversial to say this, but in dog fighting, like really, the dog wouldn't look like that if it didn't want a dog fight, right? It's asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
Like, who's the real victim here? Probably the people who are running the, the dogfighting ring. I totally, I totally agree. Um, and to bring it back to TV um, s- somewhat, did you follow all the luck thing with the, the horses dying, too? Uh, that's all I know about luck is yeah, that it was all. on and then horses died <laughs> and then it was off, which is crazy because isn't all of horse racing just horses dying? I know. That's what's so weird about it is that just made me real not realize. I mean... But horse racing itself is just terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, why are we ending a TV show, but we're not ending, you know, horse, horse race. The, the thing. That well, kills I was watching. All the horses. Did you watch the Kentucky Derby this past week? No, but I heard about it. But they literally, th- this horse sort of came back, I guess, to win, and they're just fucking beating the horse with a, a thing. <laughs> like that's all it is. I'm watching. Like, how is this horse winning now? And then they showed the slow motion. It's like, oh, the guy's just the guy's hitting the horse the hard shit enough. Out of it. What if it found out that's all horse? Ra- just whoever is hitting the horse hard enough. Wins. Yeah, it's basically just here. A message for all the gamblers: just measure the biceps of the <laughs> of, the jockey. of the jockey, and you've got the. Winner. Maybe they're not using big enough jockeys. Yeah, they need like fucking Hulk Hulk jockeys. I. Uh, I, I, I watched that on this weekend and I was like, it's so one of those things where I didn't even realize it was on that day. And then when I ended up watching a friend's house, I was like, oh, this is exciting for five minutes. And then yeah, I'll never short, think of horse. It? Yeah, it's literally like two and a half minutes. Like it's the only major sporting event in America that you could like miss if you were going to get chips. Yes, absolutely. I almost missed it. Were you going to get chips? I was going to get yeah, chips. Nice. I like chips. Um, so do you think you'll see end up seeing Dark Shadows, the movie? No. Now for... M- more reasons than I could have ever imagined. Uh, let's name them the actual show. The actual movie. The actual movie. Uh, and, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Uh, Tim Tim Burton now. T- Tim Burton now. And uh, uh, also the uh, vampire Austin Powers provocative tweet. tweet. I think the that tweet. is a great – when you – I was like skeptical when you said provocative tweet. No, I know like, what I'm talking about. Um, I do a thing on this on the podcast where I uh, we come up with a drinking game for the show that we just watched. What do you think would be a good drinking game for somebody who wants to get drunk during Dark Shadows? Uh, every time you see a cobweb. <laughs> every time you see a cobweb, which means like every new scene, you have to take eighteen drinks. Yes, it would be an, you'd die. You'd and, die. And I'd say any voc any like time a word that is already sort of jumps out at you. Yeah, any repeat twice. words. <laughs> any repeat that would be words. a good drinking game. Uh, any, any time they show the house from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but that would only give you one drink. And or and during the previously on, anytime you're confused. <laughs> oh yeah, anytime they say a name in the previously on, it's insane how many times they say a name in the previously on part. What do you think somebody should drink while while playing the Dark Shadows drinking game? I think like just vodka and milk. Like it would have to be something terrible, just a terrible drink that you don't want. Well, actually, that's really good drink because uh, I feel like that goes along with the colors, the black and whiteness of uh, Dark Shadows. Oh, yeah. Also, Dark Shadows, we were discussing earlier, is also it perfectly sums up the problem with the photography. Yes, exactly. It's like every time you see an exterior, it looks really shitty and dark. And you're like, oh, well, that's... Yeah, they- you, you don't get the feeling that it was a problem when they were transferring from whatever it is they treat yeah, it yeah. To, to netflix it just looks bad that will be well i forgot to mention this before but i had almost watched a dark shadows episode uh my fiance wanted uh, had started watching episodes stopped watching and when i came in she was like do you want to watch the rest of this episode i started and we watched 
20 seconds of it and it's and i was like nah i don't want to watch oh also i think it's important to mention that you brought up when i first got here that apparently the first season of dark shadows did not have vampires yeah i forgot to mention that yeah i looked this up on netflix that when the show started first of all this show started again this is all from wikipedia the show started because this is what it says the guy who created it had a dream about a woman riding on a train that's the dream summed up, and then he pitched that as a TV show. This would be a lot easier to pitch things. That, yeah, I know. I was like, wow, how did people – I mean, and that run a 1,000 episodes? And then the first, like, 60 episodes or something did not have any vampires <laughs> or anything, and then and the ratings weren't great or something, and they added vampires. It would be like if The Bold and the Beautiful one day was just like, eh, should probably add some vampires it's so strange. Have you watched, speaking of the bold and beautiful, have you ever watched those videos on YouTube of uh, product placement in soap operas? I have not. Oh my God. They are the funniest things ever. I did watch an episode of the bold and the beautiful one time to, uh, I, I do a, uh, oh, here's a, oh, I've never plugged anything before. <laughs> We're going to do a quick plug. Uh, I do a uh, a column for a, a ladies website called Exo Jane. Oh, that's I, I read one of them. A guy recaps lady TV where I watch a television show geared towards women that I've never seen before and recap it. I did the bold and the beautiful, and I, I nothing in it makes sense. Like there's a mother and son team who are clearly the same age. <laughs> that's one of the main problems. Uh, you you can't tell who anyone is. They just they shoot one scene on a bus that looks like. The way it would look if you were shooting like a, when you were in high school and you would make weird videos. Like if you just shot a video on a bus, it's like on a, <laughs> it looks like it's on a super eight high eight. What was the what was the camera that had eight in it? When high you were eight, kids? I was think it was high, high eight? eight. Looks high eight. That's so yeah. Those shows are so funny. They they're these. Th- there's this thing where they they I, obviously for money put in product placements and but it's it's I feel like the tone of every soap opera is just like Jane. We have to you know, like care about our child. No, you know, but they sort of like talking like Jane, I have to eat a bowl of these honey nut Cheerios. They're delicious. And they lower your cholesterol. Like they, they Oh wait, talk- that does, maybe I have where, where it's just like, I pick them up from the supermarket just the other day. Yes, exactly. Like where, where it's, if they had just, it would have been less obtrusive if they had picked up a box of Cheerios, just held it up and put it towards the camera <laughs> and then just poured a bowl. Then how they talk about it. It's like somebody it, saw that scene in the Truman show where that happens and it's too it's, obvious. And they're like, that would actually be a good idea in real life. Yes. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly that's a really good Truman show reference. That was a great Truman show reference. Was it how many Truman show references has, have there been before? There's usually podcast? about two in episodes. So you hit, one okay so if we can get to another one by you know we're you know it feels like this will wrap up fairly soon so if you want to get in one more reference i mean i think if you want me to get in another reference we should make this the halfway point recover everything we talked (laughs) about and i can i can get one in towards the end well that would be uh an extremely strong directorial choice almost as strong as christoph's choices in the truman show uh wait wasn't that the director isn't that ed harris wasn't his name christoph wait was his name christoph <laughs> yes oh wow that That's is a, a that is a much better reference than the one i made yes yeah, so. i was i was just gonna do a half-assed reference about laura lenny overacting but you nailed i nailed you nailed a, the character a tr- name a true i i used to watch truman show all the time and i had a poster of it in my room <laughs> you used to watch it like it was a television show yeah it was on every day <laughs> <laughs> if there were 1200 episodes of it
<laughs> I thought everybody watched that show all the time. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's it's a good. Movie. It is a good movie. I do like it. I certainly don't watch it all the time. Um, I used to. I used to watch Jim Carrey movies. I watched I any Jim Carrey movie I'd watch like multiple times. Twenty three. You watch twenty three. I watched twenty three. I watched The Majestic. <laughs> Those I, are two. I have yet, The Majestic is in my instant queue. I, I don't it. know why. It is. Is it terrible? Worth, is it? It's really bad. Oh boy. It's. I feel like it wanted to be the next Truman Show, not in content, but in. Jim Carrey acting, you know, and no, not good. Well, like the the Truman Show came out in the time where all movies came out in twos, where it was like Truman Show and Ed TV, Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact, Deep Impact, Ants and Bugs, Ants and Bugs, Bug Life or whatever. I think it was, <laughs> if they were both, one was B U G Z and the other is A N D Z. Somebody I know, uh, we were for some reason Bugs came up that movie, and he was like, "Yeah, um, Woody Allen wrote it and directed that." I was like. <laughs> No, I was like, no, that's that's not true. You, I, if you would have told me that, I would have absolutely believed it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine he makes one movie a year, and if that was one of the movies he made, was <laughs> bugs. bugs. I like, would have, I, I would have absolutely told people no, about he, that. Later. I think he is the main character. That's the thing. He plays. He's the voice of the main character. Oh, is he? Which I, I've never seen the movie. Really, this is a crazy tangent to go into. But one time, somebody told me Mark McGrath died from slamming uh, his convertible into a palm tree in florida but that's not what killed him (laughs) that a coconut fell from the palm tree and cracked his skull i was like that's crazy and my friend was like i know right and then later that night i did a show and was uh sitting with a bunch of comedians and told everybody that (laughs) they're like that's crazy and then when i got home i told him that i had told everybody and he goes i was not serious and then i had to write the weirdest email I've ever written to four people apologizing that for telling is, them Mark McGrath died. Well, it's so funny because that is the most ridiculous story <laughs> ever. But I feel like I would only believe it about Mark McGrath. It just kind of makes sense. That is so funny. I wish that's how it happened. I mean, he's still alive. <laughs> Right, I think he died Wait, by he, crashing his car into a. Palm well, tree. no, that was imagine your roommate was that was a lie. He just died on impact. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I made up the whole coconut thing. Um, cool. Well, thanks so much, Noah. Is there anything uh, else you want to plug? Uh, we already got two strong plugs in. Yeah, those were. You know, let's. Hey, money from strangers on MTV on ten thirty on Mondays. Oh, awesome! New MTV show. Yeah. I'm not in it. I just like, I think it's good. Great. Um, then on that note, I'll plug um, Mad Men. The new season, I think, is pretty strong. Uh, also, that episode of Full House where Uncle Jesse goes to his high school reunion and questions if he should be with Aunt Becky or not. Wow. That I want to plug that episode. Okay, great. So uh, check all that stuff out. Uh, Noah's involved in two out of five of those things. <laughs> and uh, thanks so much for um, watching with me. Uh, thanks again to Noah Garfinkel for coming by to watch Dark Shadows. I am still debating whether I'm going to see the movie. I think I'll probably wait for it to be on DVD or streaming. I really sort of don't have any interest in seeing it. I know that's... Whatever. That's not a bad thing. I just... I don't really want to see it. Don't make me pay 12 bucks to see it. I'm not beholden to your idea of of what type of a media consumer uh, I am. Um, that's enough of me being fake angry. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to check in later in the week to see what we're doing next week. And I already know it's going to be off the hizzy for shizzy. Um, especially for people named Lizzie. 
Uh, so if you're named Lizzie, uh, please uh, enjoy next week's episode. If you're not named Lizzie, still check in because I think it's uh, it's not uh, it's not just for Lizzies. It's it's for everybody, but uh, specifically people named Lizzies because it rhymes with off the uh, hizzy uh, for shizzy. So I'll see you later in the week. Um, have a great night and an early mañana. Adios, amigos. <laughs>